hailing on location from their separate homes in Tampa, Florida. This is The Palette with Matthew Stock and William Conway. And welcome back, everybody! We are here. It is The Palette on Anchor.fm. I am Billy. <laughs> and I am Matt again. Uh, we hope you guys are having a lo- another lovely afternoon as we are. We've got yeah, a lot of energy going today. We hope we deliver a good show for the, you lovely people. My energy there. is electric energy right now. What kind of energy are you feeling? Uh, I don't know. Maybe more of like a fire, like ground. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. If Why you do you bring know, up types, man? I don't understand. You know, it's thus that type of day. And you know what type of day that is? Pokemon Day. Let's go, boys. Woo! Yeah, as promised, uh, we mentioned that we'd bring up the Pokemon stuff that happened this week. And lo and behold, there was some good stuff coming. So we're going to discuss that later on. Again, for you people, you lovely, lovely people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We just, there's just so much to talk about, uh, just because Pokemon has been such a big part of everyone's lives. I mean, it's like the biggest corporation out there. Certainly one of the biggest as far as games are concerned. Oh. I heard it's bigger than Disney as far as sales go, like, and general recognition of brand. It's kind of a big juggernaut, right? Pretty, pretty, pretty big. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, it's always been there, and we're here to talk about it. But before we get into all that fun, how are you? The daily update. (laughs) I have been very tired. (laughs) And why is that? My sleep schedule go boingy boingy. Like recently, I've been waking up like seven and at like eight, which is really weird. Cause Ew. I know it isn't you, because you know I usually try to go to bed at, like two or three. It's just really confusing. I don't know where it came from. Perhaps March is or spring is like doing some weird stuff, but I don't know. I've just been really my sleep schedule has been really weird this week. It does seem like that. I mean. Uh... You can't beat me out, though, all right? Hear this. Stayed up until 8 yesterday. <laughs> and that's not p.m. Let's go. And then I woke up at 11. Nice. So you got a whopping, what, five hours? <laughs> I woke up at 11? Oh, wait, no, that's... Three hours. There you go. Let's see, yeah. this energy, this energy is getting to me. Maybe I was right on to something with the whole ground type analogy. <laughs> I have had all of my tea that boosts my spirits, and I'm I'm here for this. I'm here. I'm ready. Uh, my week has been so far uh, amazing. Got some uh, pretty good work done uh, for those. Uh, I know I haven't mentioned it yet, but I'm writing a D&D campaign. So that's been my main focus. Uh, but I've gotten a whole lot done in regards to 
various things in my life, and I'm pretty satisfied with the week. How'd that psychology test go? Have you taken it yet? Which one? The exam one? The one that's, yeah, that's due today. It was a real trip uh, for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I know uh, what I'm doing. You know what you're doing later on. Oh, yeah. I'm glad I could serve as a reminder. Wait, later today is in because it's Thursday, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, or because it's Wednesday, wink, wink, nudge, nudge? Oh, my God. Why? Why are you built like this? <laughs> are you confusing me? Is it today or tomorrow? It's Wednesday. I'm sorry, guys. The gig is up. The illusion's out. People to peek behind the curtains. We always do this. What are you talking about? We gotta be. You mean it's yesterday? Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh, here's Post Malone from that Pokemon concert. <laughs> A perfect tie into our discussion, and as such, we'll be right back. Sometimes I wonder if it'll ever end 
And once again, that was Post Malone's cover of a Hootie and the Blowfish song, Only Want to Be With You. And you are tuned in to The Palette on Anchor.fm with Matt. And Billy. And, you know, guys. there's no one else I'd rather do it with because I only want to be with you. Thank you, Post Malone. I don't understand. <laughs> but yes, uh, today we wanted to discuss first, before we get into all the Diamond and Pearl stuff, just our general, general feelings and empathy regarding... Pokemon as a series. As I stated in the intro, it just always has been there in our lives. And I really just want, you know, just to take a step back. Even if you're not that big into Pokemon, you have to realize it's kind of always been there. Uh, from as early on as the, you know, when it first came out in the 1990s, 96, I believe. And then, you know, onward to like, 2016 when Pokemon Go swept the world and you know just it's always been there it's a force to be reckoned with and I appreciate what Pokemon has done for us all these 25 years yeah let's see well if you want to talk numbers since like you said it was very big um we want we want to look turn to like for example the original series like red and blue which sold 368 million copies which is pretty kind of wild it's second best franchise behind Mario and all that stuff. And 1 billion mobile downloads for Pokemon Go. So, yeah, it's just kind of a massive thing. Uh, it's all according to wikipedia.com, I'm sorry. Or .org, rather. Wikipedia is but... resourceful. People need to stop discrediting that, and I could do a discussion on that, alright? Wikipedia has sources. You could just look at Wikipedia if you're interested in our facts. Go to there. Look at their sources, alright? It's not uh, unfactual just because people can edit it. Because a lot of times, people don't. Yeah. And, you know, stuff like sales and stuff is just really hard to find on its own. So you have to kind of have to turn to that stuff. Again, I uh, apologize if that's the case, that you're offended by that. But Wikipedia is just a go-to for that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But yes, going, <laughs> getting, off of, getting off point. Um, yeah, it's been a massive thing in my life, I know. Um, I've been messing with, like, Diamond and Pearl since, like, I was eight or nine years old. I remember having a little stuffed tortwig next to my bed every morning when I woke up. It's just really, it's just a really cute thing, and it's, you know, you can understand why people are so attached to it. It's just the thing that you cherished in your childhood, and it's just fun to look over, look back on as an adult and stuff. Or, you know, Wish Pokemon still, were real. still <laughs> obsess over it like me. yeah. This guy is a big fan. I know he recently want, he wanted to discuss his uh, 
his new trading cards that he got recently. I, I'm typically in and out of the whole trading card part because the game itself is kind of uh, weird uh, to explain. And, like, there's rules that you're just like, oh, I, I just want to be, like, attack. Well, uh, I got I dabbled into the online scene for Pokemon Trading Card Game. They make it a lot easier there, I would say. But uh, I've always been a fan of collecting the cards, at least, of my favorite Pokemon. My favorite Pokemon is Eevee. Just, I don't, I don't know if I've ever said that on here, but you would know if you saw my gamer tag. <laughs> yeah, he's just, he's not just any Eevee, folks. He's a derping one, a derping Eevee. Yup, I've had that name since the early days of uh, Pokemon because I found it on my uh, Game Boy system because you had limited uh, number or letterings, and it was DRP. And then uh, Eve, which I interpreted as Eevee because I had a whole team of Eevees in my Fire Red copy. That was when I didn't know how to play. And then when I actually knew how to play and I consider myself, I knew what I was doing. I'd say it was Diamond, which I consider my first Diamond or my first Pokemon game that I actually did. Can't relate. Mine was Black and White too. <laughs> wow. So late in the game. I know. I mean, I like I said, I you know I've watched the I watched the Diamond and Pearl uh, anime when it came out and stuff, but I never really okay, had. See, now you get it back. <laughs> I never really, <laughs> I never got to own the DS on my own, so it wasn't until like 2012 when Black and White Two came out that I got to play the game on its, you know, by itself and stuff. That's why I attached more to that. But the Diamond and Pearl anime was so good with my boy Paul oh, and everything. It was. So, I I think I'm at least a casual Diamond and Pearl. I can consider myself a casual Diamond and Pearl fan. And I'm really excited to actually the play pass. the game. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but as I was saying, it's always just been a part of my life. I just love everything about it. Uh, recently, I, I we talked about it in a previous show, but they uh, they dropped Shining Fates, which is uh, their newest card set, which has like over 100 shiny Pokemon. And I've gotten some pretty fun pulls in there. Got some shiny Phalanx uh, V cards. Got a... Uh, shiny Ditto V, uh, my Shiny Boltund. Like, I've, I've been pretty lucky with all my Shinies. Uh, I have way more than that, but they're not the big cards. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, Pokemon has always just been there. And I just love collecting every aspect about it. I mean, you could go into my room, you'll see Eevee, like, almost everywhere. I have the Council of Eevee sitting above me on a... <laughs> my pop shelf right behind my uh or right in front of my computer massive merch collector this guy <laughs> just pointing that out there anything eevee i feel compulsive to buy it i might have a problem it's all good you have the money for it so it's <laughs> you have You're the money right. for that and everything else so i think it's okay Sometimes. <laughs> I cut it close on some days. Some days I cut it really close where I'm like, do I buy this? And then I buy it. And then I have like $5 in my account. <laughs> it's just the thing, kind of thing that Pokemon does to people, man. <laughs> you just have to spend it all. Gotta spend it all. Exactly. Exactly. But, you know, like, to associate mo more to people who... uh you know, uh, aren't really that deep into it. 
everybody remembers the summer of 2016. Like, everyone does. I don't think there was a single, like, normal person that wasn't at least trying Pokemon Go and having a good time with their friends and the community and everything like that. Yeah, that was a crazy time to be a Pokemon fan. <laughs> Just, you could see bunches of people grouped up together. You're like, what the heck is going on? Is there like a conference or something? But then, no, they're just trying to group catch this one Pokemon and stuff. It was just, mad. it was crazy. It was absolutely insane. I'm not very happy that where I was during it, um, I was up in North Carolina in the mountains where reception was terrible. So there was like, nothing as far as pokemon goes and that's right when it dropped and i was so upset that i missed out on that first week because i know that first week was like the biggest thing yeah first week second week just kept growing and growing i remember having to like trade out my old phone because it was it didn't work with pokemon go i had to beg and (laughs) i had to beg and borrow a new one that actually could run Pokemon Go. My my phones are really bad, by the way. But <laughs> he always has the worst phones. I always, I always have the worst phones. <laughs> but yeah, that was the week I remember begging for a new phone, and that's when I got to get man join in on the Pokemon Go craze, and it was a lot of fun, like mingling with people, getting to see their experiences, and the way they celebrate Pokemon, all that stuff. It was just a lot of fun. I do miss 2016 for that. Especially and I now. wish I could go back to that. <laughs> I wish I could go back. To, I wish I could go back to that. I wish I could go back to that. So I could actually experience that. I could go outside. <laughs> right? Man, that's crazy. But, um, 25 years Pokemon has been going on. I mean, it's like, it's nothing on like Mario with its 35th anniversary, but Pokemon deserves the recognition because that's a quarter of a century. That's that's crazy because there's games that, you know, they start up and they, you know, they won't have anniversaries. They'll have like, you know, it'll be like, oh, it came out this uh, long ago, but they won't have like anniversary celebrations. You know, it's like it takes a lot for a uh, franchise to get to that point. And I mean, like based on that direct we saw um, last week, there was just so much in even things that we had never seen before. But, I mean, like, when we watched that direct, like, I I got up, I was part of Buffer Gang, (laughs) like, just watching them go through the years and then it'd buffer, and then it'd go through the games more, and then, like, random things I'd see, like, the AR, uh, not, not AR reader, but the QR reader for, and it, like, put Pokemon on, like, the screen, I think it was in Japan. But uh, there's just, like, so many things that I'm like, oh, I remember that, or I remember seeing that, or I've heard of that. (laughs) And then just things I'd never heard of. And I'm like, wow, all this built up to, you know, what we've got at the end of it. Like, to, I mean, spoiler warning, if you really haven't watched it and you care to watch it, we've got an open world Pokemon game. (laughs) Yeah. Pokemon Legends, Arceus, he finally gets his due about dang time. We're all talking about a god here, folks. Omnipotent god. But it looks amazing. It's Pokemon Breath of the Wild. 
with like weird starters from like different gens. Little the more underappreciated ones, like my boy Oshawa. I was Indica. so happy. I was like, "Yo, <laughs> he's getting his Oshawa. That's great." Oh, guys, I think they leaked the final forms, and oh boy, those look good. <laughs> Rowlet too. I'm sorry, I've cut cut off my boy Rowlet. But yeah, it's just I like Rowlet. It's it's super ambitious. And like, it is coming off of the Diamond and Pearl announcement. It was just really fun. And a lot of people got excited, understandably so. I think, as a Sinnoh fan, the biggest thing for me was just, I'm back in Sinnoh, but I get to walk around, like, freely. Like, this is my dream come true. Like, ever since I played the first Diamond game back in, like, I think I played uh, in, like, 2007. uh, And I played Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum. All Like, I played all of them. Because I'm just, I just love Sinnoh that much. But Diamond is my favorite, by the way. I know people are like, Platinum's better. I mean, I like Platinum. No harm to it, but Diamond. Anyway. But I've always like, what if I could walk around and like catch it without going into like encounters? Like, that'd be crazy. And like, that's what Legends is providing for us. It's that dream of you know, walking around, exploring, and then, like, you can battle and catch just instantaneously. Like, within the snap of a finger, you're just like, oh, I can go catch the Shinx I see over the hill over there. And then you could, like, duck and roll. and Oh, my gosh. And I can't wait to see what the finished product actually looks like. Yeah, that'll be out in uh, early 2022. So that that was probably not even, like, the final, you know, the final thing. But what we've seen of it, it's already pretty cool. Yeah, because obviously the the footage you see and everybody's like trying to nitpick about like, and I'm like, guys, we're getting what we want, A. And then B, the you can clearly tell that what they showed was prototype. Like, it, it's in beta stuff, you know, they're, they're fine tuning like details and like animation or extra animations to make sure it's not, like, so static uh, like it was. And I truly think when they said they were working on animations for Gen 8, I think they were meaning this new generation of an open-world Pokemon game, and they put their time into this one. Because, I mean, clearly they didn't do it in Sword and Shield. But, Sorry, Sword you know. and Shield. <laughs> I feel so bad. I Like, Sword and Shield deserves more love. It was good. I liked it. The new Pokemon were cool. <laughs> Doesn't get it past on its animations, though, even though I'm in the same vein as you. Mm-hmm. I like, I mean, like, I think what they sp- were talking about with animations in Sword and Shield, I think they were meaning, like, the Pokemon camp that you go into, like, every now and then. Because I'd say the Pokemon are pretty well animated in there, and they interact with each other a lot. So I'll, I'll give them that. But outside of that, um, yeah. They do move forward and then move backwards. I'll give them that. (laughs) That was a tackle, by the way. You know what? I'll (laughs) get. Nah, you want to know, you want to know the best thing? What's the best thing? (laughs) Just move on the X axis (laughs) and it's tail whip. You just spin the model around and it's like, (laughs) whip. Tail whip. Oh, but guess what? That's also iron tail. 
and that's also enticement or whatever that one move is. Like <laughs> or the, swift. Yeah. The swift animation. Oh god. Just add just add stars at the end little, of it. Little stars. You guys seen Gaming I Pearl? You know Apalmy does that stuff. Wee wee wee. Like, come on, Pokemon. This I mean like it looks like they're fixing it. Because, like, from what we saw with, like, the Lucario close combat, it looks a lot better than what it would be <laughs> um, as opposed to a normal one. So, obviously, they've t- spent more time on this one, and hopefully they spend even more time just to polish it up, make it l- the best it can be so that way people aren't complaining. But I'm not complaining because it's open-world Pokemon. Indeed it is. It is Breath of the Wild, but Pokemon, and it's epic. Very epic. That being said, we will. shall we move on to our Diamond and Pearl discussion? I think uh, we've got a challenger first. Here's oh. Cynthia's theme. Cynthia's theme. We'll be right back.
And welcome back from that. Good job beating champion Cynthia. Uh, hopefully you look forward to that. Uh, you know, when the Diamond and Pearl remakes come back. I'm Billy. And I am Matt. And once again, you are tuned in to the Palette on Anchor.fm. Now, with all the greetings and stuff out of the way, now we can finally let Billy tell us all about his Diamond and Pearl. Oh. Stuff. We'll leave it at stuff. <laughs> Alright. I hope you all have set aside uh, about a whole day worth of uh, information. And uh, here we go. Um, <laughs> not information, but time. Alright. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. I have to condense my thoughts. So I'm going to try to knock everything out uh, that I want to say that it deserves to be said. But uh, arguably... And actually, no, no, truthfully, the best Pokemon games are Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. You got to help me out here. Now, wait, no. No, I'm, you, uni you think I'm black a Unifor fan. Is. Yeah. <laughs> Boo! Boo! <laughs> no, I, no, at least you're not Kalos, actually. Yeah, I didn't have a 3DS, so I couldn't be if I, even if I wanted to. Nothing against Kalos, I just think it's the weaker one. Anyway, Diamond and Pearl is arguably one of the best Pokemon games, and here are my main points. First of all, the region itself. It is so dynamic, so fun, and like the landscapes and varying cities and just towns in general, uh, they're they encapsulate what it means to have a Pokemon game. Because, you know, like, sometimes they try a little bit too hard to vary them. Like, we saw in Sword and Shield, with, like, there's, like, that brief bit of ice, but, like, then it's just kind of gone. Uh, at least in uh, the Sinnoh region, <laughs> you've got just such a, a nice snowy area, and you can still see snow on, like, other various parts of the map. Where it's like creeping down from that mountain. And it's just, uh, you know, it's just amazing. I just, oh my, I can't, I can't. I, gu I gush over it every time. I just, I think my favorite uh, area was um, the snow town, if I can remember the name. Veilstone City. <laughs> That's it. Uh, one of the most memorable things for me is just trudging through the snow. Uh... Just, like, because, like, there's, like, a blizzard at some point, so, like, it's really hard to see, and you're just trying to make it to the Pokemon Center after getting through one of the caves, and you're you're just fighting through the blizzards, you get encounters, and you're like, no, my Pokemon are gonna die from the blizzard, and it's just, like, I think that was one of the most memorable areas for me, and that's also where uh, one of my Eevees uh, evolved into a Glaceon on accident, and I'm like, oh, that's my favorite Eevee Lucian. <laughs> that's how that I'm giving you an accurate representation of what actually happened alright I don't want to hear it I actually you. gasped like that I was like whoa I didn't know that would happen cause back then you know I didn't have the resources to look up Pokemon you know to know like what was happening so I just played it and it like I learned of all these Pokemon where uh, who they were, what they did, you know? And, like, there I was, just 
with a glacier, and I'm like, how did I do that? And then I realized, oh, there's a rock here, and he leveled up by it. Got it. That was a memorable moment for me, but um, yeah, the region is just gorgeous. I uh, The varying landscapes are just amazing. And I'm going to translate over into the remakes. Uh, I think they're doing the right call here with uh, not making it look like Sword and Shield. It would be too weird to translate some of those designs into just that kind of rounded aspect that we have in the most recent games. I know everyone hates on the... Is, or they're either indifferent towards it or they prefer the chibi style uh, i personally like it because it's really cute there have been like uh what's it called um there have been like fan drawings or whatever where it's like they they up the shading and stuff so it's like a more outlined version of the chibi characters which i think that should be an aspect of the game once it comes out but for the most part i think yeah i agree this is probably the better design to go up from the two and it gives it a distinct look it does and I'm really curious to see how they pull off this uh, this remake because in the past with like Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, they did it to the point where um, you know they brought everything from the most recent generations, like with um, Mega Evolution and stuff like that, uh, and they updated it. However, it seems like in this, it's an actual faithful remake of the game. Just updated graphics. I hope they do fix a few small things just to, like, uh, you know, like, adjust the experience share stuff because that could be a pain for some of the newer people, and I want the newer people that are adjusted to, you know, experience share for all Pokemon to actually get, you know, like, adjusted to it better. I don't know. Uh, but that's how it was in the po previous Pokemon games. Um, you know, it's it's hard to adjust from that luxury of, you know, it being handed to you, your rival healing you at every second. Uh, hopefully they don't adjust it that much where they're healing you all that much. But uh, I do hope that they make it a little bit more newer player friendly, if that makes sense see what they do like i said the game came out back in 2006 so there's a lot of stuff to work with um i don't remember if this was a platinum exclusive or not but personally i like the stuff involving the caves that was just a lot of fun to mess around with with your friends it is not uh that was just a normal thing actually um yeah now uh platinum did introduce if i i don't want to misquote anything or say anything wrong because i it's I remember Diamond more fondly than um, Platinum, but Platinum just mainly had the introduction of Garatina in uh, Arceus's, like, stuff there. Like, that was the main draw of those games. And then they brought the Pokemons from both versions into this one, or into the into one Pokemon game. I could, I could go on for days. He can. There's just a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. My mouth is getting dry. All right, well, we'll, we'll save your mouth. We'll save your mouth. I think we'll move on. Okay. We're going to play a little Diddy, a little Konosuba Diddy, the first OP specifically. 
and we'll be right back.
welcome back, everybody. Uh, once again, you're tuned in to The Palette on Anchor.fm with your hosts, Matt. And Billy. Well, again, while this guy is still recovering his voice, I'm going to gush about the show, the anime that we kind of watched as part of our little anime week, I guess. Konosuba um, is a wonderful anime. It came out back in winter of 2016. Uh, where is our season three, guys? I know it just came off of it, so I don't have any means to argue for it, but it's a great show. It's so funny. Um, basically, for those of you who don't know, it is an isekai, which is one of those things where a normal guy gets transported into another a fantasy world, and it's their job to navigate and you know defeat all the big bosses and stuff. But the big thing about Konosuba is the comedy that is implemented in it. And that goes with the characters. Uh, start off, you got your boy Kazuma. <laughs> Another Kazuma character, I know, I'm sorry. But I just love my Kazuma protagonist, I guess. And he's just a big old pervert <laughs> guy. He's a shut-in, too, in his old old place. and But he is very useful in that he knows how to navigate the world and... All the skills that he acquires throughout the show is just a lot of fun to watch. Um, and move on to my favorite character, Megumin, who is an explosive wi- explosion wizard. Uh, she summons one really strong explosion, which you can only do it <laughs> once per day. You'll you'll find that all these characters have like their useless aspects to them, which is really funny. Um, you got Aqua, who's kind of the main girl of the show. She's a goddess from, she's a goddess on Earth, but she here in this you know, isekai she's treated more like an archpriest. Well, that's her cover. That's actually. her cover. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Because <laughs> they do worship her there, if you remember. Later on, mm-hmm. there's a whole place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a whole cult based off her, but <laughs> those episodes are really good too. But yeah, she mostly focuses on support and stuff. She doesn't really fight that well, although her god punch is really cool. <laughs> for like the two moments that she breaks that out. True. And finally, you have Billy's favorite character, who's Darkness, uh, who is a crusader. I don't think you can talk about who's her a crusader, on who's, the uh, air. It's just, uh, she's mostly there to like eccentric. She's very eccentric, and she protects. Massive quotation mark protects the rest of the characters. She, she draws real, all the attention. She, she gets a real kick out of it too. Oh yeah, she she just has a time with that. She she never really she's not really able to hit things, even though she wields a sword and stuff. She mostly just takes it like a human sh- like a human shield. <laughs> it's just really funny. She I think she has one of the more she has some of the most funny moments, uh, like just from the movie, <laughs> like. <laughs> The scene where about the orcs. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it, but dang. <laughs> With, she is rolling. insane. She is insane, but uh, best character, greatest character. Uh, I do like Mega Man though. All of them are strong in my opinion. Like. Although I don't, I don't care for Aqua as much. Aqua's just like, yeah, go you, go you, you do the thing, man. I don't know yeah. that stuff with the cult was really good. It was kind of funny. 
She's like the co- she's the comic relief character essentially. Yeah, she mostly just drinks and stuff when she's not out there being useless. Their words, not ours. Mm-hmm. Although mine were too. Yeah, I agree. But most of the characters, well, yeah. all four of them are really strong, and they all I can see why you know people care for each of them because they all have their little moments and stuff. It's really fun to see. Where is season three? <laughs> they are a really fun just set of characters i would say like the way they complement each other it's almost perfect almost because they still don't have quite the uh damage dealer really besides uh kazuma who has to make up for when megumin uses her one explosion passes out on the floor and it is very uh most of it's very episodic i mean there'll be moments where they'll like fight the main boss and everything but for the most part, they just kind of go out and just do a bunch of random stuff day per day. It is set in a world where it's like there's a level up system. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it, it's basically, you know, just a general RPG where they're like, ah, oh, yeah, I'll learn this skill and my stats are getting raised and such. So uh, it's like that. So if you're interested in like, you know, like those kinds of games and campaigns and whatever, like. It's very much that with like parties and guilds and the characters are really fun. I love the music. Uh, they do have some. Uh, they do have some good episodes that I'm just like, oh man, I'd watch that again just because of how it made me laugh. Yeah, consistently too. Each episode, mm-hmm. you can't say that for a lot of shows, but I'd say this is the one. I'll bet money on that you'll it'll make you laugh consistently on an episode 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 basis ready go watch it i mean it's not that long of a series no. you've got uh i think it's 22 episodes mm-hmm. uh two ovas with like yeah that's including two ovas um and then the movie which that's not bad for uh an anime you know it's 10 episodes per season one ova per each and then uh yeah you get uh you get the movie which i think i liked the movie a lot i don't know why i just really did yeah uh it came out recently too which is nice during i it was either during the pandemic or beforehand but it's nice to see an anime movie that actually i feel like most anime movies just kind of stray from their like the way they structure their episodes, but this one, it does feel like it's an episode of Konosuba on its own, and it does some stuff for my favorite character, Megumin stuff too. So I liked it a lot as well. And I'll leave this off again with, I'm sorry I'm like this. They're they're still ha- they still haven't announced the season three yet, and there's I've I've considered looking into the manga because I'm kind of I'm desperately waiting like everyone else, but we just I just want it to be announced. Although Rent a Girlfriend season two did get announced, so that's nice. And I believe Fire Force season three got announced. Yeah. Well, that's a given. That show's really popular. It's getting there in popularity. I've still been around where they're they're like, "What? What's that show?" And I'm like, "Bruh." It's a fire shonen. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Well, with that being said, I think we had a very long episode so to speak i know it certainly took some strength out of our voices but we hope you guys enjoyed it nonetheless indeed uh, i really hope you guys look forward to the diamond and pearl remakes that come out um 
this uh, fall, probably around November. That's typically the release date for fall. And uh, Legends, which will come out later. And go check out Konosuba while you're at it. That's our homework for you guys out there. Sorry, there's no Think Take episode this week. <laughs> we just really had to put all of our money into one pot this week. But we'll get back to it next week, okay? True, true. Uh, you know, uh, go catch some Pokemon in Pokemon Go. Tell me what you get. Or open a pack of Pokemon cards. Tell me what you get. My number is 813-362-1393. And uh, just tell me about your Pokemon experiences. You too, that listen. Both of you, thank you. Thank you both for being lovely listeners. But with all that being said, we hope you guys have a spectacular day again, and we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. Have a good one. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.